2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is the Jesse
4: Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email your love, your hate, Your death threats. It's all fine. You're Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. All are welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can download the whole show if you missed any of it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. If you missed Boris Rifkin, he was riffing on. Rifkin was riffing, Chris. I just came up with that live. What? I came up with that live. That was awesome. Just because you can't do it. Rifkin was riffing on communism earlier we were talking about fighting back at the beginning of the show. We've been going off on Disney. We'll put that back up a little bit more. But I did want to get a chance since since I never take phone calls on the show. And I, as, you, as you know, I don't really do guests much anymore. And I don't take phone calls. I like to really focus on me. But every now and then, I do like to open up the phone lines. But I realized we have a bunch of new listeners and we have to be clear about the rules at all time here on the Jesse Kelly show. Cause I have a bunch of other stuff I have to do. I mean, we have to make fun of these anti-lynching people. I have to talk about the FDA. We have a bunch of stuff to do. So let's be clear for everyone's sake. No small talk. This is not like the other radio shows you listen to any of them. No, hi, no. How are you? No, love the show. When I say your name, go, you get to the point. All right. And I'm not going to thank you for calling. And when I'm done with you, I'm just going to hang up the phone, just like I'm flushing the toilet. I mean, not necessarily. Actually, if I had to, to do over again, I wouldn't have put it exactly like that. But you understand what I mean. Name, get to the point, all right? No mumbling and bumbling. See if we can do this. See if we can do this. Jim in Jersey, go.
3: Hey, first step is awareness. I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google, and the YouTube picture of the hand over the glass, captioned, "Police."
4: All righty, board. Jacqueline in Brooklyn, go.
2: Jesse, I just would like to add to what you were just talking about with regard to the destruction of the family and the communist agenda. Um, I watched a program, a movie, actually, last weekend. It was on a Catholic Network program. The Catholic Network program is EWTN, as in Eternal Word Television Network. And it was called A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Uh, I'm in my mid-50s, and I never knew any of this. This goes back to the late 1800s, uh, the 1920s, the 1930s. Um, So people who would like to educate themselves about this, they can watch that movie at...
4: A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Abdul in St. Louis, go.
3: Hey, what's
2: up, Jesse? This has never been...
0: America has never been like this. We got so much... other.
4: Okay, had to drop that call. Um, You know what? That's it. That's it. Everyone's cut off. No more phone calls again, maybe for a week. He dropped a nest bomb. He dropped a cuss word, in case you're wondering where the sound went. Um, Once again, this is why I don't do it. This is not a podcast. They podcast the show after... This is terrestrial radio. It is one against the law for me to cuss on the show. And two, as I've said, this is a family show. People listen with their kids. Mothers listen to this show while they make dinner at night. Fathers listen to this show as they drive with their kids in the car. Even if this was just a podcast If Premier comes down to me tomorrow and says, Jesse, we decided we don't love you. You suck. Just go do your own podcast. And then I could say whatever I wanted. I still wouldn't cuss on the show because kids listen to the show. So that's it. Clear out the phone lines. No more phone calls. I gave it a shot. It lasted about 30 seconds. And that's why we don't do it. Somebody was doing an advertisement. The other guy dropped an S-bomb on the show. We're done. Back to what we were talking about before. Lynching. Does that not just perfectly describe where we are? We're all getting slaughtered at the gas pump. Uh, Inflation is murdering everybody right now in the country. The border is wide open. We have, I realize nobody talks about this. We have a huge drug problem in the country with fentanyl pouring in and killing people. Did you know this? I know you can't get any information on this about the news or from the news because then the news would actually have to cover the border where the fentanyl is coming across. But... I'm telling you, watch yourself and watch your kids out there. This fentanyl poison, they are putting this stuff in everything now because it it makes the drug dealer's product go further, and we are having six-figure overdoses in the United States of America. Six figures a year now. So we have all these problems, and today, well... This is what the Congress and the President of the United States of America started on.
3: It was over 100 years ago, in 1900, North Carolina Representative George Henry White, the son of a slave, the only black lawmaker in Congress at the time, who first introduced legislation to make lynching a federal crime. Hundreds, hundreds of similar bills have failed to pass. Over the years, Several federal hate crime laws were enacted, including one I signed last year to combat COVID-19 hate crimes. But no federal law, no federal law expressly prohibited lynching. None. Until today.
4: We are saved. Well, I should say you are saved. I personally, I've got, shoot, let me think. I picked up another one yesterday. I've got four or five... Ropes in the back of my car. Now I was getting ready right when we got off the show tonight. I was just going to go start lynching people. Just anyone I found didn't matter. Women, men didn't matter. I was going to start lynching. And then I found out today they passed anti-lynching legislation. We're saved. Thanks, Joe. There hasn't been a lynching in America in five decades. My buddy, Charles Love, we have uh, Charles. He came on the show what, what is that? He wrote a great book on Black Lives Matter. Gosh, what did, what is... Uh, find out what Charles Love's book is. But he wrote this article. I want to give him shout, a shout out for it in the Daily Caller. And he calls this out as the biggest waste of time, clownish thing. Race crazy, the book's called? His book's called Race Crazy. And it is, he, he called it out for what it is. The most clownish, waste of time stuff in the world. We have real problems in this country. Murdering people's already illegal. We didn't need a federal bill. And passing a federal bill for th- something that hasn't passed or something that hasn't happened in half a century perfectly epitomizes where we are.
3: Oh, and I know you're going to find this shocking. Joe Biden couldn't get basic dates right. America and the world saw what she saw. Emmett Till was born nearly 40 years ago after the first law was introduced. Emmett Till was born in 1941. That's the president of the United
4: States of America. Dang. No more lynching for us, guys. Devastated. Cory Booker, of course, that clown, taking, taking victory laps. Woohoo.
5: Lynching's finally over. It has taken over 100 years
6: to get this passed.
5: This is why people don't understand. Wow. Sometimes, you know, black people are like, do you not hear what I'm saying oh to you? God. It took a hundred years and to get this passed. So mm-hmm. how are you feeling about this?
7: You know, I feel a sense of relief. I feel our ancestors exhaling. It's not only that we didn't get this law passed, most Americans don't realize that the thousands and thousands of Americans that were lynched. Uh, almost virtually all of them were held, no one was held accountable by local uh, or state uh, police. Mm-hmm. And so you had these acts of vicious murder, but it was more than that. These were acts of terrorism meant to intimidate entire communities. Uh, so this is, a, this is a day to rejoice that indeed the arc of the moral universe is very, very long, but it does ultimately uh, bend towards justice. And this is a day uh, where, where justice finally prevails
4: thank you lord the Ark of the moral universe who writes that crap by the way what does that even mean the Ark of the moral universe thank you lord we are finally saved from all those lynchings that have been taking place and, and look i realize like every republican voted for it because they fall for this stuff every time too because nobody wants to get painted in the media as being pro-lynching as if anyone was pro-lynching in the country prior to the piece of anti-lynching legislation. It's, it's look we have a right to expect better. We have a right to expect better from this government and the clowns who lead this country. Don't any don't let anybody ever tell you, oh well, I mean that's that's just how politics are. No, you have a right to expect better than federal anti-lynching legislation. That's pathetic. You know, I got to cool off. I got to read some emails. Jeez. Hi Jesse. I'm Garrett, and I'm 13 years old. Listen to your show almost every day with my mom and dad. But how can you not love this because he doesn't put any punctuation on here. But how can you not like ketchup? You don't put ketchup on your burger from Zips? I don't know what that means. But not on your world's best burger? I think ketchup would make it better. (laughs) Look, look, Garrett, I don't care that you're 13. You're better than ketchup, all right? You're better than ketchup on the world-famous Jesse Kelly burgers. So you tell your mom and dad to whip you up some famous Jesse. I take that back. Ask your mom and dad respectfully to make you some world famous Jesse Kelly burgers. And you give me one bite, one bite without ketchup. And if it doesn't deliver, you can run to the fridge and put that red rancid filth all over my burger all you want. All right. All right. And look, if the house ends up smelling like Jesse Kelly burgers and it very well might because all that Chipotle Tabasco. No worries, it'll be gone soon because I'm assuming you already have your Eden Pure Thunderstorms, right? I mean, you do have those, right? That deal they have on a three-pack, it's not going to last forever. I keep reading you all these emails people send me. Let me see. So far, producer Michael has told me it covers up the puppy poop smell. He can't even tell when his dog has an accident. The, the one lady writes in and tells us it covers up her cat box smell. Another lady writes in and says that little oil, weird oil-scented thing women put in the in the wall. It actually took away the oil scent because it cleans the air. Another guy is a taxidermist and sent in and said, uh, yeah, it works. That's on top of it pretty much taking care of my allergies. It kills viruses. It kills mold. Get three of these things in your home and you won't regret it. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. And put in the discount code JESSE3. That's Jesse and the number three. And you can save $200. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is. The Jesse Kelly Show, and again, I just—I cannot believe—I cannot believe, with the problems we have in this nation, I cannot believe with all the things we're tackling. Congress—actually, I take that back—I can't believe it. Congress and the presidency—they passed the uh, the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act. They actually passed a federal law banning something that was a already illegal and B doesn't even happen
3: anymore. Here was our fearless commander in chief. It was over a hundred years ago in 1900, North Carolina representative George Henry White, the son of a slave, the only black lawmaker in Congress at the time who first introduced legislation to make lynching a federal crime. Hundreds, hundreds of similar bills have failed to pass. Over the years, Several federal hate crime laws were enacted, including one I signed last year to combat COVID-19 hate crimes. But no federal law, no federal law.
4: Yeah, yeah, we got it. In, in case you're wondering, I'm sure you probably are. Dome, of course, had something to say about it.
2: These crimes as such, lynching is not a relic of the past. Racial acts of terror still occur in our nation. And when they do, Chris, we pause must. Pause that for
4: all a second. Pause heard. that for a second. Pause that for a second. Racial attacks still occur in our nation. They most definitely do. There's no question about that. I really don't think anybody claiming racial attacks take place in the nation actually, actually wants to have any kind of a substantive discussion about why racial attacks happen and who's committing the racial attacks, because every single time I bring up racial tensions, which are not new, right? This is not a new thing. It's not a white thing, black thing, Asian thing. It's not an Indian thing. It's, not, it's Racial tensions are the history of the world. Different cultures living side by side, having tension with each other. That's the history of the world. But I can't help but feel like all the racial discussions that they say have to take place now, they're all aimed only at white people and no other discussions are allowed to take place as you know we discuss race all the time on the show i'll discuss racial tensions on the show and you know how much backup i get on that zero nobody anyway continue sorry chris just play dome from the beginning We might as well let her start she'll finish quick
2: cute these crimes as such lynching is not a relic of the past racial acts of terror still occur in our nation and when they do we must all have the courage to name them and hold the perpetrators to account
4: okay yeah look choking and lynching are two different things but we're look we're moving on here we're gonna we we have a lot of other things we need to get to here on the jesse kelly show remember you can email the show, jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Hello, Jesse. We need to erect a monument for Ashley Babbitt. You always talking about being in their face. What better way is there for us to be in their face? We should make it 10 times bigger than the George Floyd Memorial, and it should make Kim Jong the second, or Kim Jong, I'm sorry, jealous. Thanks for all you do. That's not It's not actually a bad plan. I make you uncomfortable in Ashley Babbitt statue. If it makes them uncomfortable, it is something we should do. Now, I want to pause. We're going to get back to Disney, and, and, and I'm going to get to a couple other things here. But you remember, you do remember when Project Veritas went undercover, and they got the F- FDA official on camera admitting to the bribes they take. I realized the news wanted you to forget about this and it lasted about 24 hours if that and then everyone just moved right along acting like it was no big deal but the food and drug administration they have to approve these foods and approve these drugs that we consume. I just want to make sure we do a little rewind and I want I want you to hear this is directly from the FDA. All right? Cuz there's a new headline. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you can have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet so they don't want to, like, uh, rile they up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their, their company.
2: So how do you know it's already getting approved?
4: Well they're not going to um I mean just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve it. Yeah. Well, that's from the horse's mouth. They pay us what what was it, hundreds of millions of dollars to pack their place with people who approve whatever they want approved, right? And so what have we seen out there when it comes to the boosters and the therapeutic that I think they're still calling are they still calling it a vaccine? All right, I guess we'll still call it a vaccine because that's what they're going with. What have we seen out there in regards to the therapeutic and the boosters? We had the CEO of Pfizer. Remember, he came on and said, ah, look, it, 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 the effectiveness wears off. It wears off. We had the head of the CDC come on and said, hey, we didn't realize the effects were going to wear off. We had another study recently come out, and now they're saying, hey, we had no idea there would be. These side effects, these heart problems, fertility problems, we just we didn't know. Remember, the uh, Pfizer was forced to release nine pages of side effects to the thing? And so we're getting all this information out there. So you would think, man, woo, with all this stuff coming out about it, waning effectiveness, possible side effects, but, I bet you they're going to back off now. Well, if you thought that, then you forgot about the little audio bit we just played. You were... The FDA will approve what they're told to approve. Headline: FDA authorizes second booster dose of two COVID-19 vaccines for older and immunocompromised individuals. You didn't think you didn't think we were done with all this, did you? Did you think we were going to stop? Oh, don't look, they're they're happy to stop pushing this stuff on you because hey, We got a real sexy war in Ukraine going on over there. Look over here, doggy. Look over here. And let's remember, we have midterms coming up. No one needs to, no one wants to remember the employer vaccine mandate over here. No one wants to remember the fact that Joe Biden stepped up to the microphone and blamed a pandemic on half the country and then tried to have them all fired. No, 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 no. They want you to forget about that. But did you think? Did you think the old vaccine boondoggle was just going to go away? Oh, you don't turn down money like that. It's never going away. All right. We have a lot more. I'm going to get to some Disney stuff here. I need to talk about Fox here real briefly because there's a
0: new headline out. Hang on. I am-
7: It look like my baggage.
0: I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals.
4: The Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five star rating and leave a review talking about how handsome I am. Before I get back to the Disney thing, again, back to this FDA, CDC, coronavirus, lockdowns. Dr. Fauci has emerged from hiding like the groundhog. Does this sound like a man who's remorseful about the path of destruction he's waged on this
1: nation
2: i'm interested in your reluctance to use the word lockdown do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe
1: you know i don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is i think the restrictions if you want to use that word which i tend to shy away from lockdown there's certainly prevented a lot of infections prevented a lot of hospitalizations and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences, particularly in children who are not allowed to go to school, in the psychological and mental health aspects it has on children, in the economic stress that it puts on society in general, on individual families, Obviously, those are negative consequences that are unintended.
4: Unintended. Hmm. Maybe they were unintended. Maybe they weren't. We can certainly have a conversation about that. But you're going to have to forgive me if I don't just accept at face value that they were unintended when I keep looking around and I seek all kinds of destruction out there that very much is intended. That's one. Two, even if they weren't intended. Why do I give a crap about your intentions if you were playing inside my living room with a can of gas and a handful of matches? Oh, I just sounded like Eminem right there. With a can full of gas and a handful of matches and you burn down my house, is it going to be some comfort to me if we stand in front of my home watching it burn and you say, well, hey, whoops, I didn't mean to. No, you should have been smart enough to know those things were going to happen. And back to what I just said about it wasn't intended. How am I supposed to accept that when I hear things like this over and over and over again, once again, and get ready because this is going to get played a lot on this show because people have got to wake up to how purposeful the communist destruction of every part of the society is when I hear things like this how am i ever supposed to buy
5: oh man it's not intentional i worked at small studios most of my career and i'd heard you know hear whispers like I, i'd heard things like oh you know they won't let you show this at a disney show and i'm like okay so i was a little like sus when i started and but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what i had heard the showrunners were super welcoming meredith roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda and so like i i feel like i felt like it was i mean like maybe it was that way in the past but i guess like something must have happened in the last like like they are turning it around they're going hard and then all that like momentum that i felt like that sense of i don't have to be afraid Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's, in the background, this are, like, I was just, wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to, like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, proud them. But, like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me.
4: <laughs> it's so funny. I just get to make sure your kids learn about things and see things and hear things that you don't want them to learn about. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, because I, I take great pleasure in ripping your children away from you. And And... I see all this hand-wringing on the, on the right because they don't, they don't understand how you can deal with these issues without being hateful or whatever. First of all, you need to be awfully hateful of communism. Why are we trying to avoid being hateful? Oh, there's a time for hate. 100% there's a time for hate. That's one. Two. You have to understand something. It's not an accident that we all of a sudden, and I mean, 15 minutes ago, it seems like this started. We have so many children in this country who are all mixed up. Boys think they're girls. Girls think they're boys. Half of them think they're a gay. It's not an accident. There isn't something in the water. All right, there wasn't, oh, wow, the clouds are different causing it. Culture. Culture is not complicated. Culture is what your society incentivizes and what it disincentivizes. And whatever your culture incentivizes, it will get more of. And whatever your culture disincentivizes, it will get less of. We all of a sudden have 8,000 eight-year-olds coming out as LGBTQ because it's poured into their faces everywhere in this country at all times. By their teachers.
5: I just want to go ahead and state that I would rather lose my job than out one of my students to their families. Um, being a safe person in a safe place for kids that don't have that at home is one of the best parts of being a teacher. Um, so, yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't know. Fire me, sue me, take me to jail. I'm not doing it.
4: By their teachers.
5: Yeah, you know, it's twofold. It really hits hard um, in my heart professionally and uh, personally both. Uh, Professionally, it it truly makes me feel like um, I am not trusted as a professional.
4: Yeah, you're not trusted as a professional. Because a very benign bill saying you can't talk to kindergartners about sex has you somehow upset and going on the news and explaining why you're upset that you can't talk to my six-year-old about paddleboarding with your husband in the weekend. Not just by teachers either. Again, I want to make sure you understand this lady's name is Carrie Burke. President of Disney. Listen very closely and think very hard about that next Disney flick you're taking your child to. Think very hard about that Disney Plus subscription you have.
6: I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, uh, one transgender child um, and one pansexual child, and that was the thing that really got me. I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks. I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum Chris, last pause week. Pause that real 20... quick.
4: Pause that real quick. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to want you to actually play this again. But I want you to focus. Did you hear what she just said? I felt a what? What did she feel? A responsibility. Remember, if I was to give you the task or you were to give me the task of, hey, uh, Jesse, sit down and write a, a, a Disney cartoon. Now, maybe you could do it, maybe you couldn't. I don't think I could do that, but maybe you have those skills. And you could just look at a blank piece of paper, and you start writing out a storyline, and, and you would, you, what would you be thinking about? You're thinking about, well, I want to make it, uh, you know, let's make it entertaining. Maybe, can we, can we get some funny liners in there? Like, you, you would be thinking about making entertainment. That's what you would feel responsible to do. I want you to start this over, Chris, and I want you to listen very closely to what the CEO, or, or I'm sorry, president, Carrie Burke, what does she feel a responsibility to do?
6: I'm here as a mother of of two queer children, actually, Uh, one transgender child um, and one pansexual child. And that was the thing that really got me. I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks. I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, to all of us. We, we We had an open forum last week at 20th where Again, the home of, of really incredible, groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years, where um, one of our execs stood up and said, "You know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content." And I went, "What? I, that can't be true." And I and I and I realized, "Oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and and yet we don't have enough." Leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters, and and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, that's been very eye opening for me. And I I can tell you um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened, I as a leader and me as my colleagues would not have focused on and and going forward. Um, I, I certainly will be more so. I know that we will be, and, and I hope this is a moment where, shoot, um, the 50% of the tears, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> are coming. Uh, we, don't, we just don't allow each other to go backwards.
4: She's focused. Are you focused on stopping them? Are you focused on destroying that? You better be, and so better I. All right, now, we still have headlines I didn't get to, and there are a lot. I'm going to try to get to some more emails. We we still have a bit to get to in the final segment here of the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Now, did you practice with your Mantis X yet? If not, don't feel guilty, because remember, we decided it was going to be a weekend thing. Ten minutes every weekend, but the weekend cometh. It's Tuesday. Mantis X, you can practice with your weapon inside the comfort of your home. And I don't just mean target practice. A lot of people think that's what it is. A mantis attacks just right to your weapon and you just think it's target practice. No, no, this is advanced. The special forces guys use this for a reason. The Marines in Paris Island use this for a reason. There is feedback they will give you real time feedback on your technique. They'll put you through drills. You will get better when you use Mantis X without spending a dime on a gallon of gas or firing a shot. Practicing right in your home. Go to MantisX.com today and get yours. MantisX.com. Don't hope you're ready. Make sure.
2: Missed
7: out catch up jessekellyshow.com
4: it is the jesse kelly show remember you can listen to the whole show if you missed a minute of it and i can't believe anybody would miss miss a minute what chris you can download the whole thing on iheart google spotify and itunes all right Email me whatever you want, Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. We'll get to a couple of those emails before I get to headlines here. Jesse, you were too young to know the Frito Bandito song. I used to sing the Frito ba- Bandito song. Also, Speedy Gonzalez, first of all, hold up.
0: Ay, 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 ay.
2: I am the Frito Bandito. Hey, I-
4: I'm not too young for that song because I discovered that song later on in life. That's one, two. Speedy Gonzalez, I grew up on Looney Tunes, man. I loved Speedy Gonzalez. Chris, I'm sure they've canceled him by now, right? Surely you can't have a little Mexican mouse. Speedy Gonzalez, Just the best. Everybody loved the guy. Of course, they had to ruin that, too. Remember when they uh, solved the problems and in, in the racial tensions in the country by removing Aunt Jemima from the pancake batter? Very similar to what they did to poor Speedy. Oh God! They, all the skunk, too. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew was the best. That's when we all learned at a very early age that French people were creeps. Dear Jesse, I'm here to call you out for being a fraud. You pretend to be just one of us commoners and then lord your wealth over us, bragging about your fancy Velveeta and Kraft Mac. Velveeta costs a fortune. Who can pay 10 bucks to make Rotel Dip? And everyone knows Walmart brand mac and cheese is cheesier and about a third of the price of Kraft. I see through you, oracle of lies. <laughs> okay, a couple things. Velveeta is not expensive. You know how I know it's not expensive? You guys do know that Chris is the producer here, right? Everyone is well aware of Chris's, uh, how do we want to put this in an articulate, sensitive way? Uh, Desire to not spend money. For whatever reason you may come up with, everyone knows Chris doesn't spend money. Chris buys Velveeta. That's one. Two, I love Velveeta. Look, I can't change being white trash. It's who I am. I I live and die for Velveeta. I actually used to make my burgers with Velveeta, but that went sideways. That's another story entirely. But Velveeta and the Rotel dip has fooled people for years. That's average queso. And I'm not saying Velveeta doesn't have a place in your queso. But that whole, hey, just dump some Rotel peppers on Velveeta and melt it all down and dip away. Do better than that. All right, do better than that. You need to add spices. You need to add jalapenos. Chris says it's better than 90% of the queso you get at the stores. Yeah, those people don't know what they're doing, Chris. Yeah, it's better than all the other garbage you can buy out there. Plus, Kraft Mac. Maybe I'll have to give him that. Chris, is Walmart off-brand Mac better than Kraft Mac? No way. There's no way. What do you mean you don't eat a lot? Can you people not eat Kraft Mac? You can have Kraft Mac, but you don't eat it a lot? Well, you're stupid. There's nothing better than Kraft Mac and some wieners. Chop up some weenies and put it in there. You can get the all-beef ones. Chris, there's no excuse. All right. And now...
2: Here's a
3: headline. By the you know the thing.
4: Headlines we didn't get to. New report. 255,000, quote, excess votes for Biden in the six key... 2020 states Arizona Georgia Michigan Nevada Pennsylvania and Wisconsin this is your reminder once again that the most deranged tinfoil on their head conspiracy theorist in the world is the politician slash pundit who tells you 2020 was totally on the up and up we can argue about the degree of what happened there is no argument at all after all these audits and things something happened Degrees can be argued. Something happened. If you have anyone left, right, elected official who tells you, "I'll oh, quit being a crazy nut job. Everything was fine. You should prune that person out of your life. Roman Abramovich went blind for hours and his skin peeled off after he ate poisoned chocolate in Ukraine. I'm assuming this is the Russians. I don't know. I mean, it could be the Ukrainians for all I know. I don't know who poisoned the guy. could be his wife. It was probably his wife. Look, let me tell you something. My mom made some things, and I lost eyesight for a while. No, quit, Chris. Look, obviously, it was probably the dirtball Russians who poisoned the guy. Russians love poison, and on one level, that's really bad. On the other level, it's kind of cool. Remember, they had that poison dart heart attack gun that supposedly came. Now, obviously, you don't know whether this stuff is true. It supposedly came out the end of a, an umbrella. And I have since that moment, I've tried to get my hands on one of those and they told me they're illegal and everything else. Budget, Biden's 2023 budget focuses on deficit reduction and defense spending. You have to love that. It focuses on, de- on deficit reduction. They're going to spend $5.8 trillion and tell you it focuses on deficit reduction, something you need to be ready for in the future with these budgets. They're going to keep referencing 2020. It's a reduction from 2020. It's a reduction from 2020. A reduction. What they're saying is, When coronavirus hit and then the idiots in the government locked down the economy and then the idiots in the government passed a bunch of massive bills that blew the deficit out of the water. They're now going to compare every single year to that outrageous year so they can act like their absurd spending isn't going to destroy us all. This is a tale as old as time. All right. Here at the Jesse Kelly show, I have some excellent news for you. We're going to be back again tomorrow and be wildly entertaining, Chris. (laughs) Keep your chin up, all right. Keep your chin up, and remember something. Remember this. I say this a lot, and I mean it. You're not alone. I know you look around right now, and everything sucks, and it looks terrible, and oh my gosh, we're alone. You are not alone. Remember that. That's all.